0: Whoever is beaten by a werewolf and lives becomes a werewolf himself. Be, a werewolf can be killed only with a silver bullet, or a silver knife, or a stick with a silver handle. Tonight on the Late Night Friday's is Lon Chaney Jr. in 1941's Universal Monster Classic,
1: The Wolfman. Ow! Can you dig it? You're insane. Ba-ba-ba-ba-doobah. <laughs> doobah ho
0: Welcome boogers to the late night fright. I am Dan and with me as always is the very wolfed out, the very full moon faith. Say hi faith.
1: Hi faith.
0: It's a full moon faith.
1: What does that even mean?
0: Well, it's kind of the theme of the night, right? (laughs)
1: So sure.
0: we are going to be taking a look at 1941's The Wolfman starring Lon Chaney Jr. from Universal Studios. The Wolfman is of course one of the big 3 when it comes to Universal Monsters and there might be a little controversy tonight because Faith this wasn't your favorite movie, right?
1: No, it was not. It
0: didn't hit you in the feels. No. Like like we thought it was going to. Well, that's all right. <laughs> we're going to we're going to talk about it. We don't hold it against her. So Thank you. it's uh it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? It's been yes. very hot. Very. Um, I don't know what part of the country. Well, I do know what part of the country most of our listeners are in because I get to see the map. <laughs> but it has been extremely hot here. It's
1: been about what 109. Cozy corner,
0: Satan's butt. That's that's, <laughs> that's a, it. about that's the humidity <laughs> level. So I hope you're all staying hydrated and cool wherever you are. And we want to thank all of you for coming to the show to listen to us. And we want to thank you all because we are in the middle of having our best month ever here on the show. And that is all due to you listeners out there. So thank you so much for stopping by.
1: Mm-hmm, so absolutely. Faith,
0: faith, I had an interesting weekend. I played a wedding in New Orleans, mm-hmm. Louisiana, there was a uh, tribe of Native Americans from Montana that came in and did about a fifteen to twenty minute dance and blessings. and I have never seen anything like this before. And it was it was very interesting. I've seen
1: it on TV. It sounds very it was, interesting. It was
0: very interesting. And then I played a gig last night, another wedding in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, at the White Oak Plantation. Shout out, Chef John Fultz, who. <laughs> Three people out there probably know who I'm talking about. But White Oak Plantation in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Now, you've seen the little bags that my mother makes, right? You have yes. one of the bags that my mother makes. Remember. So uh, I carry this little bag that my mother made, and I have, like, uh, things that I need for the gig. I have my earplugs in there. I have some thumb picks, some some different uh, gum and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that in there. And the drummer on the gig, this is a band I fill in with. The drummer on the gig saw it couple of weeks ago really liked it and i said hey I'll, I'll get you one she makes them all the time so we had some edgar Allan poe fabric and she put one together and i gave it to john and he absolutely loves it they're the perfect size for musicians that's the thing and the guitar player saw it and was kind of envious of it and john goes yeah it's an edgar Allan poe fabric and it was in that moment that we decided we're going to start a band and we came up with the name of the band because of this bag are you ready for the name of the band I'm ready Edgar Allen Postman. <laughs> and we decided that the band was only going to cover Old Crow Medicine Show. It's going to be a yes. great hipster band. Like we're going to wear, you know, glasses with lenses that don't work. Yes. And you know, little checkered shoes <laughs> and kind of look like Elvis Costello by the way of Buddy Holly or something. Now, we did come up with a second band and I want to formally ask you to join us in this endeavor. We're going to be we're also going to do a Stray Cats cover band mm-hmm. and we're going to be the Feral Felons. <laughs> i like it we're always looking for side hustles here in cozy corner so uh that so that was the weekend faith that was the weekend the edgar allen postman and the feral felines Ooh. sounds better
1: than my weekend at least
0: what work work work
1: stomach bug and work
0: there you go those are almost kind of the same thing though aren't almost. they almost it's close it's close so like I said, we have a pretty good show for you today. Uh, we we haven't really discussed this movie together too much. So this is going to be fun. This is, yeah. you know, uh, we always have fun when we get in, this, especially when we, I don't want to say disagree, but when we kind of have a differing of opinion on things. Right. So this it's kind is kind of rare. It's kind of rare. It's so this is rare. this is good. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. And uh, I also want to say real quick, this is just, can I get on a soapbox for a second? Sure. So I watched the Captain Marvel movie recently, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say this right out front. I didn't like it. I didn't. It wasn't for anything. You know, there's so much stuff out there about, you know, the uh, politics and Mm -hmm. the agenda of it. It wasn't the reason I didn't like it. I didn't like the writing of it. I didn't like the setup and construction of it. And I really didn't like the character. And so there you go. So I went down the rabbit hole and I realized, like, there are people who just attack people because they say they don't like the Captain Marvel movie. And they call them all kinds of vile things like, you know, misogynistic and racist and whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you know how it is out there. So I just want to say, you know, we talked about Halloween 2018 and we didn't really like the movie, did we?
1: No.
0: And we, I felt like we were pretty, um, uh, thoughtful in our, in breaking down why we didn't like the movie. We didn't attack anybody. Exactly. Right. So we got a message from Charles from the Mysterious AF podcast. And this is kind of when we really started communicating and, do you remember that message that he sent us when he said, uh, Oh, really? I'm, I'm upset that you guys, not upset. He said, Oh, I'm sorry you guys didn't like it. Can I say a couple of words in defense of the movie? And mm-hmm. he did. And he talked about the podcasters, the true right. crime podcasters. And he made some great points. It still didn't change the way that I looked at the movie, but it did kind of make me see what they were trying to do a little more. Right, right. And we told him, Thank you. And, you know, and, and it was a nice little conversation, right? Mm hmm completely different from what people are doing to people who don't like Captain Marvel or anything else like that out there. So I just want to say this, you know, if we can't talk about movies, which are so much fun to talk about, how are we going to talk about more important things that we need to have a big discussion about, a real honest discussion? So Charles, you know we love you and Celesta, and and we love your podcast. So thank you for being so awesome. Thank you for everyone out there that's listening. I'm going to get off of my soapbox now, and I'm going to tell you, we are going to be talking about 1941's Lon Chaney Jr., The Wolfman. And if you get the chance to check out the Edgar Allan Postman or the Feral Feel Hunts, I highly recommend that they are coming to a wedding reception hall near you in the future. <laughs> I am Dan. And
1: I am Faith. And
0: we will see you on the other side. <laughs> this is Bobby host to Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright. If you are getting it on, thinking about getting it on, or perhaps have just gotten it on, then Afterglow is the show for you. Join me as I play the best classic soul and R&B slow jams. My show is responsible for having made more babies than any show in the history of shows. Fact. My show is also responsible for having played the 1972 Tower of Power classic you Still a Young Man more than any show in the history of shows. Fact. Come get it on with me, Bobby, every Friday night after the late night fright.
1: Afterglow. Love that, Bobby.
0: Yeah, I know. WKMF cannot verify the validity of any claims made by Bobby, but we do urge you to listen to his show. I am Dan
1: okay, and I am Faith.
0: And we are going to talk about 1941's The Wolf Man* from the Universal Studios. But first, I think I made a mistake in the intro. Faith is telling me that I said wedding hall reception.
1: I think you did. Again, I might be hearing things. I don't know. <laughs>
0: And we're too lazy to run the tape back and, and check. So, you know, that's one of those little faux pas, you know. And I also wanted to mention, just this is neither here nor there. I wanted to mention, we both watched the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie, uh, Murder Mystery, on Netflix. And you like Adam Sandler, don't you? I love Adam Sandler. I like him, too. Uh, he'd kind of fallen off for me a little bit. You know, I thought it was kind of silly, some of the The Jack mm-hmm. and Jill movie was kind yeah. of silly. And he's kind of looked tired in some things. But you know what? This movie with Jennifer Aniston, it didn't make me mad. I actually had a good time watching it for the hour and a half or whatever it was. And I've talked to a few people who've seen it. And it didn't make them mad either. It's a good Sunday afternoon movie. Mm -hmm. And it set the Netflix download record, which is just Kind of neat. You Mm -hmm. know, I think 30, 300 million or 30. I don't remember what. It was something with a three and a zero. I know that. (laughs) But uh, I enjoyed it. And then I watched uh, some of his special, the 100% Fresh Stand-Up special that he did. And the Chris Farley Mm -hmm. tune that he does in there is yeah. just absolutely great and coming over to do the show we were listening to some tracks from his uh, 1994 <laughs> they're all gonna laugh at you album and uh faith had never heard some of this stuff before yeah. and it was really kind of precious watching her try to keep it together <laughs> in the car so before we get into the movie i told you i was gonna put you on the spot with this faith mm-hmm. do an adam sandler impression
1: oh my god how about you do yours first <laughs> i tell
0: you hoo hoo. I gave a
1: key. I gave a key. So sorry. See, yours is so much better. That's
0: my Adam Sandler right there.
1: I can't even do that. That has
0: made him hundreds upon I hundreds know. of millions of dollars <laughs> <laughs> and has gotten me nothing. So <laughs> I gave a I gave a key. I can't
1: there it do it. Is. I can't do it as good as <laughs> you was, can.
0: That was good you're, enough. You're very good so let me ask it. you one more question. Can you um. do a werewolf howl? No. Good enough mm-hmm. That gets us right That's a nice segue You do
1: one now Ow! <laughs> go. God so, Adam Sandler Meets the wolf <laughs>
0: Oh my god I have to see this movie
1: <laughs> I'm a, 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 a Turning into a werewolf
0: <laughs> oh So god. sorry
1: Oh my gosh Well
0: this show Has completely gone Off the rails What has happened I don't know Let's Alright keep it together Keep it together Let's get into Maybe. it <laughs> let's get into it are you are you composed
1: oh yeah i'm composed i'm fine are you
0: I um <laughs> oh, there it was last one so faith uh we kind of hit it at this what did you think of 1941's the wolfman
1: you know we already kind of yeah we already said this it was not my favorite movie that we've watched so far it was just a little flat i don't know if it wasn't scary enough or i don't know it just i couldn't i couldn't get into it
0: was it the old movie
1: thing? No, because I no? liked a okay. lot of the old black and white stuff we've watched. This was just... I don't know. It just didn't pull me in the you way know, I expected it to.
0: Interesting interesting fact here. Uh, my uncle, who I've talked about on the show before, uh, coined the term boogers. Booger, mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not his favorite either, and he loves all these Does old movies. Does he have
1: movies. a reason? Does it, he, he know d- why he doesn't? He <laughs> doesn't.
0: No, no. He just said it's not my favorite. So, with that said, this is one of my all-time favorite movies, <laughs> and... Uh, One of the biggest reasons I got into horror films...
1: Can uh, can I interrupt you and ask you why this is one of your favorites?
0: It's the atmosphere, the hymn, that sweaty performance of Lon Chaney, (laughs) you know? Like that lunatic, literally lunatic, Uh performance of Lon Chaney. I don't know. It's just... The movie looks great. I love the makeup. I just... I love Mm -hmm. the whole vibe of this movie. I I don't... I don't know. So... Uh, But that's that's interesting that it didn't it didn't strike you that way. But like I said, this really is one of the reasons I got into horror movies to begin with. So interesting. So uh, this movie was released on December 12th, 1941. That is just a few days after Pearl Harbor. Universal was leery about releasing the film. Thinking that with the world at war, the public wouldn't want horror films. It went on to become one of their highest-grossing pictures in 1942, and has since become iconic. Except to Faith. <laughs>
1: Apparently to so. Faith.
0: She'd rather watch the Adam Sandler werewolf well, y- movie. Your
1: uncle doesn't like it either. So look at that.
0: Yeah, but I, I, don't th- know. I
1: didn't say I didn't ha- that I hated it. I, I
0: know. I just I know. I'm didn't just, like. I just love it. I'm just giving you grief. Okay. So actually, I would like to see the Adam Sandler werewolf movie. Me too. <laughs> So, uh, well, let's, let's talk about this. Given what was going on in the world at the time this was released, why do you think this movie did so well at the box office?
1: I think that, you know, something major going on in somebody's life, whether it be personal or a world problem, I think people want to escape from that for a little bit and, you know, find something else to focus on. And this is something scary, but it wasn't real like the war.
0: And we talked about this with uh, Matinee last mm-hmm. week with Mant. You know what? You know, there's a Cuban Missile Crisis going on, and there's right. something on the screen. And you can project your fears mm-hmm. onto that on the screen. So, let me read this quote from the great philosopher, mm-hmm. or is that Funkafizer? Uh, flea Funk-a-fizer. from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. And uh, should we do a flea impression too? I mean, we've done a bad Adam <laughs> Sandler. Should we do a flea?
1: Go for it. I wouldn't even <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> just kind of. Yarbling. Is that a word? <laughs> yarbling? Uh, he inducted uh, this from a speech he gave at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he inducted Metallica. And when you're listening to this, substitute horror films for the phrase heavy music. I think you'll get the idea. It is always really absurd to me when I hear people speak of heavy music, angry, aggressive music as being negative or unhealthy for children and so on, blah, blah, blah. Firstly, the playing of ferocious music is the healthiest release of anger for the performer of it. It is alchemy. It is a metamorphosis. It is turning something potentially destructive and a source of misery into something beautiful, something rocking, and something uplifting for the band and for the audience. Their tradition of pain and hurt being used for great art is one of the greatest rites of passage for any artist and that which touches us most deeply. Anyone who has ever been to a Metallica show and banged their head and thrown up the devil horns has been a part of something great for for humanity, all those kids at the show rocking so hard to the brutal beat of Metallic have come together for those couple of hours in a way as healthy as any spiritual exercise, any group meditation, or any love in. So, I think that's pretty well said for a guy who has been known to play naked on stage with his dingling hanging out. <laughs> I think it's actually beautiful. I think it's a beautiful <laughs> statement. So, uh, what do you? <laughs> It does. There's a video on YouTube. You can watch it from Woodstock. He just goes out there naked. It's it's something. This show is this might be our best show ever. Uh, so, what do you think of the idea that he puts out there? Not just the music aspect of it, but as it relates to the horror movie.
1: Oh, I totally agree. I think it's a clever quote for sure. I think that you know when people are scared of something they don't understand, or I don't know, when somebody's passion like that, that's dark and personal, they let it come to life. I think that's beautiful. So, I totally. I totally agree with him. I,
0: I think we're scared sometimes of the anger. Uh-huh. You know, I think we need to get more in touch with our anger. I don't mean we need to act on it. But right. everybody's like, oh anger's bad No, it's not. Right. It's, that's what I'm saying.
1: It, so when somebody puts that, you know, that anger into something that's artistic and comes out great. Exactly. I think that's the best way you can do it, you know? You're and not hurting anybody, you're not, you know, affecting right, anybody in a get bad it out way. And you're done. You You're do it in a great way and people can enjoy it and it's you know? Everybody hurts. I feel like you know you can relate to that somehow,
0: and it's cathartic. Mm-hmm. You know, so so let's talk about the alchemist at the uh, behind this this uh, feature. His name is Kurt Seidmack. I think I pronounced that right. I watched a video with him pronouncing it. I probably mispronounced it. <laughs> he is on the other side now, so please don't haunt me. We're just gonna call him Kurt. Um, Kurt. So Kurt was from Germany and left when the Nazis came to power. He heard an anti-Semitic rant from propaganda minister Joseph Goebbels. And moved to England before going to Hollywood in 1937 and the rest of history. So here we go. The transmutation of that pain and anger that Flea was talking about. It's all over this movie. Can you see it?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. So what happens to Larry Talbot in this movie?
1: That he turns into a werewolf.
0: <laughs> his normal life is upset, mm-hmm. almost like the Nazis coming to power and yes. then driving you from your home. Mm-hmm. So how does the werewolf identify its next victim?
1: Sees a star on his next it victim. It sees
0: a star, kind of like having a certain group of people wear mm-hmm. a star, you know, for identification, mm-hmm. just, just so you know who they are, right? Yeah. Or a different group wearing, you know, different... Right. You know, they'd have them wear different paraphernalia. So uh, and let's not overlook the fact that this movie looks very cool
1: oh absolutely it looks
0: very cool it's atmospheric and i think it works on a deeper subconscious level uh this is iconic creature design courtesy of makeup maestro and former booger of the week jack pierce he made it because he designed all the boogers Mm -hmm. i felt it was only right to give that to him and uh he was a genius behind the frankenstein makeup so many so many of those iconic monsters Mm -hmm. from universal so what do you think of the look of the monster
1: I think he's creepy looking. Um, It's not really my favorite look. I'm going to say something that might upset people. I think he's a little, he's more silly looking than scary.
0: Do you think that <laughs> has to do with the ton and what was available to them?
1: Maybe. Okay. That's good, no, it's a, I mean, it's a good point.
0: That's interesting. Uh, he just
1: doesn't like creep me out where I'm going to have nightmares or anything. Or
0: Do you think it has something to do with Lon Chaney Jr. with the guy behind the makeup? Or just the makeup in general? I don't
1: know. I think it's just that look in general. Something with the I don't know, he just doesn't really creep me out. He's he's creepy looking to an extent, but it's nothing like, you know, full on terrified.
0: Right, right, okay. Don't that's hu- that's it. That's, that's no I'm not I'm not I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come at you with razor blades and lemon juice after the show. So uh, we talked a little bit about the guy behind the makeup, Lon Chaney Jr., when we did the House of Frankenstein episode. Uh, The Wolfman is Universal's great creature of the 40s, and he is the only actor to portray the character in every original appearance. He's the only actor in the Universal horror movies to be the only actor to exclusively portray a monster. He said the Wolfman was his baby, and he is a pretty good horror pedigree. His dad was Lon Chaney Sr., who brilliantly portrayed the Phantom of the Opera for Universal in 1925. So what do you think of Chaney's performance here, and does he generate any sympathy for Larry Talbot for you?
1: Oh, I think he's amazing. He's always amazing. Because
0: um, you liked him in House of Frankenstein, didn't I did. you? I did. Right. I liked
1: him a lot. Um, I, did, I didn't like Larry at first, but as the movie went on, I did start to feel the sympathy for him and grew to actually, you know, enjoy him as uh, a character. So because there's
0: a prodigal son aspect going on here and he yeah. comes back and there's father, there's a lot of issues at work mm-hmm. here in this. And I, yeah, at first I kind of go, "And eh, look at this guy. But then as it goes on, right. you really start to feel sympathy for him. He's kind of an everyman in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what's going on, which I think just contributes to the, to the fact that, you know, he, the sympathy starts starts to kick in because you feel so bad for this guy and I, yeah, I, I really like him here. I think I think he is part of the reason why this stands the test of time.
1: Yeah, I could you see that for
0: sure. So, and I see this character as one of the big three in the Universal Monsters Hall of Fame. The others being Dracula and the Frankenstein Monster. Uh, to me, the vampire is a metaphor for sex. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, the Frankenstein Monster is a metaphor for our search for meaning and existence. Do you mm-hmm. you go there mm-hmm. on that? Uh, what is what is the werewolf kind of symbolize to you?
1: I think he kind of symbolizes, kind of like, you know, that inside anger and monster and animal that we have. Animalistic, yeah. yeah anger that we kind of have inside that everybody kind of wants to to let out but they don't
0: the Jekyll Hyde yeah. aspect the Incredible Hulk aspect you know you kind of agree rage. with me there I but. absolutely agree with you I think he's just the beast inside and we all have that beast and like I said I don't think yeah. we're as in touch with our anger as we should be you yeah know, don't, and a, yeah, don't but act on it I, just
1: a lot of people I think are afraid to go that far get that angry but I mean he doesn't even realize what I, he's become when he
0: right right. When he I have gets a, angry. I have a friend who, you know, we were talking about some things and I was you know going through some some issues or whatever and getting in touch with some darkness as it is you know just things that you mm-hmm. need to, to reconcile from your past. Nothing major, but right. not pleasant things. And I remember she was like, "I don't like going there," and I was like, well, "You have to right. like." And this is one of those things, you know, you really you really have to. And then the other thing. With uh, Larry Talbot, he didn't ask for this; it just mm-hmm. happened to him. Exactly. And what a you know, and it is it is a tragedy. So, yeah. uh, do you have anything else kind of on the background of the film before we before we take a break and get into the film kind of proper? Start getting some I analysis. I think that's of? it. Are you looking forward to the Edgar Allen Postman show? I am. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping to get us a gig opening for Adam Sandler. Right. <laughs> or at least playing the premiere of the Adam Sandler. <laughs> Werewolf movie. We need to think of a name for that on the break. We're gonna have a name for that yeah, movie. But
1: yeah,
0: movie when we when we get back. So, uh, ooh, faith, faith. Look, the phone line oh, is joy. lighting up. So uh, let's let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and take that. You sure? I'm, I'm never <laughs> sure. So you are on WKMF, cozy corner public radio with the late night fright. What is on your mind tonight? Ah, <sighs> uh. Hello? Hello? Faith? It sounds like a monster. I Oh, great. Uh, we probably have a werewolf. Yeah, probably. That's the way like these it. things usually go. Isn't it amazing how the theme of the show sometimes influences what happens right? in the town on that night? It's like
1: how do well, they know?
0: It's like how do they know? It's it's like it's scripted or something. I don't right. know. It's it's pretty strange. So, <laughs> we are going to get to the bottom of that and when we get back. We're going to finish up talking about 1941's The Wolf Man, starring Lon Chaney. I am Dan, and I am
1: Faith,
0: and we will see you on the other side. <laughs> This is Todd Wick, former Hells Angel, ordained minister, and owner of Holy Smoke, Cozy Corner's premier Christian vape shop. Join me every Sunday at 7 a.m. right here on WKMF as we discuss the latest in vape juices and salvation. Tell them what we've got this week, Shasta. That's my wife.
1: we got blueberry cheesecake vape and Psalm 34.8. Taste and
0: see that the Lord is good, blessed is the one that takes refuge in him. Now you're vaping, brother. Holy smoke. Every Sunday at 7 a.m. Only on WKMF. Cozy Corner, Public Radio. Welcome back, boogers, to the late night fright. I am Dan, and
1: I am Faith.
0: And Faith, we promised the listeners something before we went to break. We were going to yes, come up with a name for the Adam Sandler werewolf comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell them what the name of the movie is?
1: Dan has decided to name it Wolf Frat.
0: Adam Sandler plays a guy who has to go back to college, and he joins a fraternity. And the fraternity is made up of werewolves, and they initiate him into their clan. Does that work?
1: I think so. I okay.
0: like it. tell okay. okay. you who? Oh, he here werewolf. That's that's what I've got for that.
1: That's perfect.
0: How did Adam Sandler become a running thing in this show? You, you couldn't get further away from from know. the wolf man than than at than the sand the man.
1: <laughs> so.
0: Faith heard the track at a medium pace for the first time on the way to record the show <laughs> and it was it was it was awesome. I wish all. Of, I wish I'd recorded it. It was pretty funny. She was laughing very hard. You know,
1: so, it's hard not to.
0: It's hard. That's what she said.
1: I thought I was going to say that. I
0: got you. God. I got you first.
1: That's what she said. I, 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 I you. I, I'm going to punch you after right. I do this episode. All right, I digress. <laughs> well, I'm
0: still coming at you with, you know, razor blades and lemon juice, as they said in the movie <laughs> Norbit. So, uh, so Faith, let's try and be professional here. Uh, there's apparently a werewolf mm-hmm. somewhere out there in Cozy Corner. So uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Let's get a little more into it. What did you think of the look of this film?
1: I loved it. It was probably my favorite part of the whole thing. Just the way that it, the, the lights, the darkness, the contrast... I liked everything about the look the of it. The word
0: atmospheric comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I love all of the fog. Yeah, me um, too. It looked great. This was built, I think, on the biggest soundstage Universal had. So they spent a couple of bucks to really make it look great. And it looked just, it looks like something out of a fairy tale or, yeah. or something, just, you know, that those the moors out there, the woods, somewhere you just don't want to be. And anytime I see fog in these old movies, it just, uh, Really kind of goes back to Freddy versus Jason. You can see the influence of these old Universal movies on the look of yeah. Freddy versus Jason, especially when they were at Crystal Lake with the uh, with the fog. Uh-huh. But they even had fog on, in the Elm Street scene when he, when the shadow comes and tries tries to get mm-hmm. the guy. And I see a, do you see a little bit of uh, the Lon Chaney eyes in the England uh, look because yeah, you know, I there's can that, see that there's that black and white. Is it a jiff? Is that how you say it? GIF or gif?
1: I've heard it both ways. <laughs> okay, so
0: the JIF gi- the GIF GIF that I send you sometimes <laughs> of uh, Freddy from that movie uh-huh. in black and white, it kind of reminds me of the look of. I
1: can see that. You know,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and it just goes to prove that Freddy Krueger would have fit in with the Universal. Oh,
1: uh, of course.
0: Monsters. Remind me to ask a question about that when we finish. I don't want to go down that path quite yet. Let's get let's get through this. So, right. uh, both agree the look of this is great. Uh, the film also has one of the iconic monster scores of all time. So, what do you think of the score to this movie?
1: That was another thing I actually really liked. I think it was actually quite pretty. Yeah, you know, like a. <laughs>
0: Uh, that beautiful motif that's going through. This is actually my second favorite of the Universal scores right behind and it is right behind Bride of Frankenstein just because I think Franz Waxman did Bride of Frankenstein and I didn't write down who did this. Bad host.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Bad host. But it's brilliant music. It's really, it really sets the mood for for this and uh, as we said with great film scores it doesn't get in the way and just augments. You're not going ooh, you know you're not noticing it, but when you do notice it, it's very pretty and melodic and atmospheric. So, uh, supporting cast here is great. Claude rains who would be, who was also in Casablanca and played the Phantom of the opera. And Claude rains had a very long and distinguished career. Plays the father, Ralph Bellamy, uh, might be familiar to some people from the trading places movie with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. And he was one of the older men who made the bet that they could get Aykroyd to, you know, hit hard times. Um, a lot of, lot of good uh Bella Legosi is in this movie. Mm-hmm. How could we not mention Bella right. Lugosi? <laughs> Playing a character named Bella. Bella, <laughs> right? <laughs> you must leave here. That's my Bella Lugosi. So still great. any uh yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't drink fun. Anyway. This, what does this show become? I don't know. And this is gonna be our most downloaded show. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this.
1: Well, so yeah, let's let's say it right now. It's going to be our most downloaded.
0: our most downloaded show. That's right. Positive thoughts only. Uh, and when it uh, when it hits our our biggest number, we're going to have the Edgar Allan Postman and the Feral Felines play a party for us. So, with uh, Adam Sandler. With Adam Sandler. Yes. So this uh, the supporting cast. Any any standouts here? Any any of these characters that you liked?
1: I liked all of them. Um, but I really liked. I have no idea how to say her name. Maria Ospen Sakyaya,
0: Maleva Maleva the gypsy yeah, well, her woman. real
1: name is Maria Us That's why we're just calling
0: her Maria. <laughs> mm-hmm, the gypsy. Just curtain Maria. that's.
1: <laughs> I thought she was so odd I loved her. I think she's probably my favorite character in the whole entire movie.
0: There's a shot of her walking in the woods and you see her in pro in silhouette. I think is just great. She's
1: just so like mysterious yeah. and, and the voice. Yes. I loved her.
0: She pops up in the sequel to this Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman, and she's just mm. as good in that one, too. And there it's kind of a buddy movie for a little while with uh Cheney and and her. And I think she's great. She's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Mm-hmm, and that's I why too. we put her that's why we put her in the bumper right at the beginning. Um Yeah, what a what a great look, right? And oh, yeah. just a, that's a great cast. And then Bella Lagosi, I think, uh, you know, even though he's not in it much, right. and he really wanted to play the Wolfman. Hmm. Funny uh, history bit: uh, this movie was originally developed for Boris Karloff. It would have been a lot different, but Karloff was originally conceived to play the werewolf character. Uh, could you have seen Boris in this? I couldn't see Boris in this. I don't think so.
1: No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. boris
0: boris has it too much together for me to, yeah. to see him but he was a great actor i'm sure he could have pulled it off bella i definitely could have seen playing yeah, could have the, lead, the lead here and uh this movie here really set the template for the hollywood werewolf movie a lot of the things that we know about werewolves like the silver and all that come from
1: mm-hmm.
0: this um let's see what did you think of the werewolf as a creature here and where does the wolfman rank on your list and what do you think of werewolf movies in general so just what do you think of the werewolf i know you this isn't I mean, your favorite, but you respect it.
1: I definitely think he's a cool creature. I mean, I think they've never really, I've never really been really into werewolves, but I think this universal version of the werewolf, I do like him. I like the idea of him.
0: Right. And this is the popular kind of kind of version right. of the werewolf. So, yeah.
1: They've just never been, you know, my go-to uh, creature. They've never really creeped me out. Um yeah. And he's probably yeah. not in my top five of favorites. But I think, you know, Lon Chaney Jr. playing him, I think he's awesome. So I think that makes it a little, you know, a little a little better.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny. This is one of my favorite movies, but the, the werewolf is not my favorite creature by far.
1: Right.
0: So kind of irony there. <laughs> so, But uh, no, I, I, I like this. Uh, I think this and maybe uh, American Werewolf in London from 81 might be the best werewolf movies out there for my money. That's that's just me. Uh, I actually enjoy parts of the '94 movie uh, Wolf, starring Jack Nicholson and the Pfeiffer. That's pretty good. We might need to do that I one. Not seen might that need one. to do yeah. We need to do some more werewolf movies uh, later down the road. But yeah, I'm with you. The werewolf isn't my favorite. It's never really creeped me out. Right. Um, but this one is really the one the one that I like. So. Do you have uh, any anything favorite from this movie that Um, you'd like to talk about? I will throw out first the poem: "A man who's pure in heart and says his prayers by night may turn into a wolf when the wolf's bane bloom and the autumn moon is bright."
1: There you go. I really like that. Yeah,
0: it really set my imagination running when I was ten years old.
1: I could imagine. (laughs) I I don't know. I just favorite part of this was the whole you know tone of this movie, atmospheric.
0: That's Von, our word, atmospheric. That's the,
1: that's the word for this. That's, that's our that's word for this show now. <laughs> on
0: our TV Tuesday show that we did on the Haunting of Hill House, our word was juxtaposition.
1: <laughs> you like that word, yes?
0: Yeah. I do. It's got a little something for everybody. It's got that juxtap that kind of hard, you know, at the beginning and then juxtaposition, yeah. You know, which I think really works. Yeah, you know, it's a little goofy. It's been hot. I was about
1: to say, is about a, to say the been, heat getting to your head. It's been hot. I
0: think. <laughs> I think it is. It was a long weekend. You know. I mean. I mean, I had to go to New Orleans, which is a, a feat in and of itself. Have you ever seen the movie? <laughs> we're just we're. I think we're done with the Wolfman, aren't we? <laughs> it
1: seems like it. It seems
0: like it. Yeah, I love it. You kind of like it. I and, like it at Yeah. Okay. It. I recommend watching it though. I think anybody out there who's I'd
1: watch it again. How about who, that?
0: Okay. Anybody who's into horror, getting into horror, needs to see the Wolfman. He's one. Of, he's Mount Rushmore of. Uh, Horror characters But uh mm-hmm. The movie Bowfinger Starring Steve Martin And Eddie Murphy
1: I've seen parts of it I have know you seen you've the, sent me Have you seen the part Where
0: Eddie it. Murphy Has to run across The interstate Yeah dude Jesus Sweet Jesus Sweet baby Jesus <laughs> And the cars are running That's me driving To New Orleans
1: <laughs> I do not blame you
0: That's me hitting The uh, expressway Oh sweet Jesus No 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 <laughs> I respect New Orleans. It is not my favorite place just in the moment. world. It,
1: I mean, I actually do really enjoy it. I like it a lot. I wish it wasn't as terrible as right. as it is, but I like the history of the place. So right, I, I like to visit. There. I
0: wouldn't. I would not want to live there. But, I could um,
1: if it weren't as chaotic, maybe. But you exactly, know, it's a little. Yeah crazy yeah
0: if you like your murders per capita right if you like them high that's that's the place to go yeah
1: i went monday my sister said god this isn't even really a bad part of town i'm like all of it's a bad part of town now uptown if, everywhere yeah and the it.
0: potholes are just awful it's it's like living in the demilitarized like zone it bunnies. is <laughs> it re-
1: that's what I say every time. I'm, there. I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel like I'm back in the old days. It's just horse and buggy." All
0: right, so Wolf Rat is going to take place in New Orleans. Yes. And when he turns into a werewolf for the first time, he's going to run through the streets of New Orleans and trip in those potholes. <laughs> 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 oh
1: my god!
0: Is that the definitive Adam Sandler noise? That <laughs> I think I
1: so. yeah, yeah. That kind of sounds like the Grinch, right there.
0: <laughs> kind of does, right? kind yeah, of does a little so. bit. So, Faith, I think we're done, but the phone lines are lighting up, so we got another phone call. Maybe
1: it's the werewolf again.
0: Or somebody, you know, from New Orleans calling to tell us that, no, those potholes are beautiful.
1: (laughs) Respect
0: our potholes. (laughs) All right, here we go. You are on Late Night Fright here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. What is on your mind tonight? Uh, Here we go again, Faith.
1: Is that two of
0: them? Uh, like, um, is this an obscene phone call or a monster? I don't know what, what um, this is. I have no idea. Hey, you're on the late night fright with Dan and Faith. WKMF Cozy oh, Corner. damn, call. baby. That was so good. Is that Todd Wick? Um, so
1: good, baby.
0: Oh, I mean, you gave me some full moon fever, <laughs> uh-huh. mama. Shasta?
1: Mm-hmm. You too, daddy. Guys, you're on the... Hey, hello? Is my cell phone on? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, hang up. I think we may have butt dialed. So who is I think we're on the radio. Late baby. night fright, yeah. Uh, my God. Turn it off. Wow.
0: Faith, I don't know whether to be terrified or impressed by the display that we were just...
1: I don't know either.
0: Just uh, a part of. Wow. <laughs> um that was uh, Todd Wick of Holy Smoke. That is Cozy Corner's uh, premier Christian vape shop, and his <laughs> wife Shasta. If you have not heard our commentary episode on Basic Instinct, where the Wicks join us, it is a real crowd pleaser. Oh yeah, <laughs> two hours of fun. Um, <laughs> we get into all kinds of stuff. It doesn't go to the Adam Sandler Wolf Rat route, but uh, it sure does. Uh,
1: it's,
0: it's 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 interesting. It's pretty out there. So. Well, this has been an interesting show. <laughs> and they're not even pumping anything into the studio. That's the thing. We're not we're not, you know, so I, I don't know. this has been fun though. I've had a really fun time doing, doing this one today. so uh, we hope you enjoyed it out there. Again, we want to thank all of you for your continued support. You can find us at latenightfright.com. Please drop us a line. We are on Instagram at the Late Night Fright podcast. Faith is also on Instagram at I'm a normal Alien 24. Mm-hmm.
1: Nope, just, just I'm just, a normal alien. Just
0: I'm a normal alien. I'm a normal You're alien. You're
1: confusing my email
0: address. Uh, yes. <laughs> so um, so please uh, feel free to hit us up. Check out our good buddy, Rebecca, and her podcast, Empaths Alchemy, and our friends, Charles and Celesta, in Kansas City with Mysterious AF. We uh, we really enjoyed both of these podcasts, and so show them some love. And thank you for showing us some love, even with our, uh, our conversation going... A little off the rails tonight.
1: I think it's all right.
0: I think it's all right. It's yeah. alright. It's alright. It's alright. Right. Right. So I don't
1: know what that was.
0: All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for one one more time before we before we shut this down. Faith, give me an Adam <laughs> Sandler. Give me an Adam Sandler impression.
1: I already forgot what he does.
0: Oh come on, just make some gibberish, chocolate.
1: I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I want to sing. I want to sing his song from Fifty First Dates.
0: I <laughs> Lucy
1: has hey, a, a nice caboosey. Nice. <laughs> Can you sing that for me?
0: I can't. I don't. I don't know it off the top oh, of my that's head. So, sad. so uh, be sure to uh, be on lookout for Edgar Allan Postman, the Feral Felines, and the new Adam Sandler movie <laughs> Wolf Rat coming coming to a wedding hall reception or a movie theater near you soon. <laughs> Thank you all so much. If you're still with the show at this point, seriously, I I appreciate yeah. every single one of you. Let's you, you let's.
1: you might be as crazy as we are. You if might you're still be. with
0: us. Full moon fever. <laughs> let's let's wrap this up before the men with white coats come to get us. I am Dan <laughs> and I am
1: Faith.
0: And we want you to keep your, your monster, monster
1: on, on a leash. Them.
0: He was the greatest employee Chucky e. Cheese had ever known. Bill, you've been here 35 years, and we think it's time you become manager. A carry hoo-hoo! But we like our managers to have a college degree. Uh, I do not have the uh, college degree, there. We're going to send you to college. Back to school. Back to school. Adam Sandler's going back to school, and he's getting more than he bargained for. Champ Fanghorn Campus News, there's been a gruesome series of murders here on campus recently. I'm the Dane. I bet you didn't know that. We are so glad to have you here.
1: Uh I've got
0: just the fraternity for you. Bet you didn't know that. Now he's pledging a fraternity and getting more than he bargained for. Dude, seriously, I think you're going to fit right in here. We like to, uh, howl at the moon. Oh! Ow! Adam Sandler is joining the... Wolf Fraternity. I tell you who. I tell you who. Ow! From Netflix, Adam Sandler, Michael Caine, and Robert Downey Jr. in Wolf Fraternity. I guess I'm a werewolf. Ow!